Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. There are all sorts of hypotheses out there about uh, with regard to where these uh, beings and these uh, objects come from. Um, the most common, of course, is the extraterrestrial hypothesis. Uh, and there are others, uh, and meaning others, there's you, you hear a whole bunch of different terms thrown out. Uh, but apparently all these terms fall under a basket called ultra-terrestrial. Um, and in ultra-terrestrial, that means the, these, uh, these beings could be coming from parallel universes. Uh, they could be interdimensional beings, extra-dimensional beings. Uh, there's all different, people have all different definitions. If you go through the internet, you'll find all different kinds of explanations and definitions to what each one of these things means. Um, for instance, like uh, I, I've read online that interdimensional actually means uh, beings that are f somewhere uh, in between dimensions, uh, not from another dimension, but in between dimensions. And then extra dimensional means beings actually from another dimension. Uh, I, I don't know. Okay. I, I, and then there's also the uh, hypothesis that I, I've actually... Uh, the famous astronomer Jacques Vallée, and also he's a UFO researcher. Uh, you know, he's been going at this for many years. He's in his 80s now, and he's he's been investigating UFOs basically since the 1950s. And uh, and he has beliefs that uh, don't really conform with a lot of other people who study this phenomenon. Uh, Vallée, uh, for instance, believes that uh, these beings could be. Uh, basically from another dimension uh and uh, in 1990 he actually uh, wrote a paper uh, called the five arguments against the extraterrestrial origin of unidentified flying objects and uh these five arguments include number one unexplained close encounters are far more numerous than required for any physical survey of the earth number two the humanoid body structure of the alleged aliens is not likely to have originated on another planet and is not biologically adapted to space travel. Three, the reported behavior in thousands of abduction reports contradicts the, the hypothesis of genetic or scientific experimentation on humans by an advanced race. Uh, I totally disagree with that statement. Uh, I will get back to that. Uh, number four, the extension of the phenomenon throughout recorded human history demonstrates that UFOs are not a contemporary phenomenon. And number five, the apparent ability of UFOs to manipulate space and time suggests radically different and richer alternative uh, alternatives. Now, of course, uh, before we get into all of this, now there, there's the three dimensions uh, uh, that we, uh, you know, basically... There's width, height, uh, length, um, and then a lot of people consider the fourth dimension as time. Uh, you know, so if if there are indeed four dimensions, uh, you know, uh, the uh, one temporal one and three spatial dimensions. So we have four dimensions now. Some uh, scientists postulate that there could be other dimensions that that and that perhaps uh, these beings that show up on a regular basis on our planet are coming from these other dimensions. Now, I just want to get back to what Valet said here uh, in his, um, in, in some of these, these things, his arguments against the extraterrestrial origin uh, of UFOs. Um, he said, for, for number one, he says, unexplained close encounters are far more numerous than required for any physical survey of the earth. 
I, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know how that you could reach that conclusion. I mean, Valet is a smart guy. He's been around a lot longer <laughs> and looking into this uh, a lot longer than, than, than me and a, a lot of other UFO researchers, but uh, I, I don't buy that at all. I mean, that doesn't make any sense, actually, to me. Unexplained close encounters are far more numerous than required for any physical survey of the Earth. Well, that doesn't, what, what, how do you know that, that they're just surveying the Earth? We don't know that. Uh, in fact, the, the evidence actually points to that the, that they're here for another reason. Perhaps, uh, as my uh, uh, NASA, uh, my uh, anonymous NASA, a uh, former NASA engineer contact, has said uh, recently that uh, that these things apparently are here to uh, to feed on our cattle and perhaps even human beings. Okay, I mean, it looks like they're here. They've been here for a long time now. I mean, it's it's you know since at least forty seven they've been here uh, in mass as compared to uh, time before that. And we'll get into all that later here, but let's continue here. He says too the humanoid body structure of the alleged aliens is not likely to have originated on another planet. It is not and is not biologically adapted adapted to space travel. Why not? And how would you know that? How would anybody know that? I mean, with the with the the the, un, the the endless possibilities, the endless amounts of of planets scattered throughout our galaxy, let alone the universe, well, I would imagine most certainly there are beings that that could be constructed like these alleged aliens, like the Greys, or basically the humanoid figure. Why not? And I know, I know uh, recently, Doctor Gary Nolan of Stanford actually said that in a, in, a, in an interview. Uh, with Tucker Carlson, uh, which I just talked about in a previous podcast, uh, also that these things might be avatars or or, or uh, you know, biological robots. But again, I don't know how anybody knows. We don't know that. We don't know that. That that's. I mean, I, I don't know. That's just again. It, it, and valet is not. You know, he's not. This is just a theory, and it doesn't mean I'm. I'm saying I don't believe that. I, I just don't know how anybody could know that. Okay, but continuing. Number three, the reported behavior in thousands of abduction reports contradicts the hypothesis of genetic or scientific experimentation on humans by an advanced race. That's that's completely false. Now, again, this paper came out in 1990, uh, but there were some uh, alien abduction books out there, and it did, and a lot of uh, uh, researchers were determining that uh, that it seems like these beings are up to some sort of hybridization uh, program. They, you know, <laughs> abduct these, you know, across the planet. Have claimed that uh, these beings, you know, the, the females say that they're removing eggs from them. The males say that they're taking sperm out of them, and then uh, they're implanting uh, embryos inside of females uh, who carry these embryos uh, uh, for a little while and then they remove the fetus and uh, uh, like three months into this uh, hybridization pregnancy and uh, they take it they take the, they take it from there so I mean that, I mean that's prevalent I mean in books especially since 1990 there's been a lot of uh, research uh, presented like uh, David Jacobs uh, uh, a professor from Temple University who who wrote several books on this topic. Uh, the one book that I really like to point out, uh, you know, is the threat from uh, the late '90s, uh, and and it's you know all these people. I mean, that he came to the conclusion that these, you know, that's what they're doing. It's some sort of a hybridization program. That's why they're uh, abducting human beings. 
Okay, to number four, uh, the extension of the phenomenon throughout recorded human history demonstrates that UFOs are not a contemporary phenomenon. Uh, that's true, right? I, I, I agree with that. It's not a contemporary phenomenon, but it does seem like something happened uh, starting in 1947. I mean, why weren't we noticing these things a lot more before 1947? I mean, there have been reports throughout history. I remember I read an article of some guy in Iowa in the 1920s who saw some sort of a, a probe hovering over, uh, over the Mississippi River. And he never mentioned it, not, not until years later, not until the 70s. He never told a soul about it because he, he's, he, he didn't want people to think he was crazy. But he did talk about it later on in life uh, when he was a lot older, of course. And uh, But, I mean, that's just one example. I mean, there have been things seen throughout the ages, of course, but not to the extent that's, that we started in 1947. I mean, let's think about it. I mean, we started having passenger planes, like, you know, by the 1920s, people were flying in passenger planes. There was a lot of planes in the sky by the 1920s and 30s, you know. So why weren't people really seeing a lot of UFOs back then? It wasn't until 47 until uh, people start noticing these things. And then uh, it became really big news when uh, Kenneth, Kenneth Arnold spotted them flying over Mount Rainier, uh, nine objects. So, yeah, that's true. It, it's not contemporary. However, it, it, it seems like it, something happened beginning in 47 where they were, were a lot more of them seemed to be around. And then number five, the apparent ability of UFOs to manipulate space and time suggests radically different and richer alternatives. Well, again, I don't know how we know that. Again, and then this is just a theory from Valet, but and this is my theory. I don't know how you, I don't know how we know that. I don't know if we could say that. I mean, something that the, these beings are, are, I believe, are so advanced that uh, that <laughs> they're just we, we just we we can't. Uh, we we just can't put our finger on, on on what's going on here because we we just we just don't know enough about them and 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 that's by design they don't want us to know much about them i mean the, the, basically their whole project here whatever it is would you know if if it's a colonization program and they're basically colonizing this planet and and uh and, you know, and, and there's this hybridization program where they want to in, apparently want to intermingle with our society somehow for some purpose uh, but it's beyond our understanding at this point. And, and, you know, we just don't understand how any of their technology operates uh, or, how, you know, how, we don't know how uh, you know, people say, OK, well, it, it, a lot of scientists argue in favor of like interdimensional uh, beings because like that that solves the problem of traveling, you know, in tremendous uh, distances through space to get to Earth. But again, I don't know. I don't know. How do you how do you come up with that kind of technology to travel from one dimension to another in the first place? Isn't isn't that sound that that sounds even more incredible to me? Uh, and, and actually, we don't know. You know, in a thousand years, we might figure it out. You know, there's things just our scientists just ain't thinking of right now. You know, I, I think that's what's most likely going on. As you can see, I, I favor the extraterrestrial hypothesis. I think that they're extraterrestrials, uh, and actually. Uh, if you read books on this, I've read numerous books on this, and, and as you know, the, the abductees ask sometimes. These beings will point to uh, a, a star system and, and, and say, you know, and indicate that that's where they're from. So it's not like, 
uh, and, and this happened numerous occasions. There's a lot of abductees whose memories, by the way, are not uh, the aliens do not believe are going to ever be recovered. They 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 believe that these pe- that these people that they're they're abducting are not going to remember anything, right? But when they do remember some of these things under hypnosis, you know, it does seem like the aliens have indicated uh, that uh, that they are coming from other places, other planets, not from another. They don't. That's never these beings never talk about other dimensions or anything to, to that effect now uh i'm going to read a little bit of an article that i found here it's uh it's called uh the difference between extraterrestrials and ultra terrestrials um and it was it's on a website here called knowledge nuts and it was written by uh i guess by the admin administrator but uh and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to get into the part, the part about what, what, what it's, what's stated uh, regarding the ultra-terrestrials. One of, mo- one of the most prominent alternatives to E.T. and the null hypothesis, the null hypothesis being that these things are you know, natural phenomena and there is no, uh, there is no uh, extraterrestrials coming here or anything strange about UFOs is the ultra-terrestrial hypothesis. This hypothesis suggests that rather than originating from other star systems within our universe, UFOs are craft or phenomena originating from some form of elsewhere, such as another dimension, universe, or reality. This theory would also allow the UFO phenomenon and its various incarnations and seeming contradictions to be addressed in in a holistic manner. It also suggests that UFOs are so difficult for us to get a grip on simply because they come from somewhere beyond the realms of modern human understanding. This theory also helps explain other related aspects of UFO lore, such as the supposed men in black who are linked to mysterious demonic or devilish figures in black reported in legend and folklore. While the model for the extraterrestrial intelligences seems to assume that they are explorers or invaders of some kind, the ultra-terrestrial hypothesis lends itself to different speculations. UFO researchers John Keel and Jacques Vallée suggested that there was a control system created by ultra-terrestrial beings which has power over three-dimensional reality and the human perception of it, a role some have called a custodian role. Others see extra-dimensional, extra-dimensional rats which are able to hide from us due to the relatively narrow range of perception of the electromagnetic spectrum. Or they could be cosmic tricksters, creatures from different realities that our ancestors once perceived as magical little people lurking in the forest or burning chariots or winged angels in the sky. Of course, the problem with this hypothesis is that it purports that UFOs are simply beyond our ability to understand, comprehend, or even perceive making it simply impossible to verify or test the theory. This in and of itself doesn't make the hypothesis wrong, but it does put it in the same category as magic and ghosts. And I actually completely agree with that statement. Um, I don't agree... I don't agree that with, that these things are ultra ultra terrestrial. I just don't see it. I don't believe that they're interdimensional. I don't I don't believe that they're extra dimensional. I don't believe that they've been here all the time, living under the ocean or something. We just didn't know it. I don't think that's what's what's been going on. Um, and and uh, you know, I I just I think that these beings have been there have been various different extraterrestrials monitoring this planet for uh, millennia. 
And uh, and for whatever reason, uh, starting in 1947, uh, a, a large group start, uh, came here, and they've been coming here. And I and I think it's my theory doesn't make me right. I think that there is some sort of a colonization in, in progress. That's what I think. I don't think that there. Uh, and another another theory I heard thrown out, and actually I believe this was thrown out by valet. Uh, uh, that these things could be uh, time travelers. It could actually be us traveling from the future into the past. I don't believe that either. I don't think that's... I think what's going on here, I think that unfortunately some people uh, actually have thought too much about this uh, and they, they're... Uh, that that's what I believe. I think they just thought, they think too much about this, right? And uh, they they've they, because out of frust uh, and this is all born out of frustration. These these theories that they they come up with the ultra uh, ultra terrestrial theories are born out of frustration because they just can't you know get a grasp on the uh, on the you know the proof that they need. So they say, well, it's just beyond. It's almost like sour grapes to me. They say that they're interdimensional, extra dimensional. To me, that's like sour grapes because how you, how are we ever going to figure that out? And it's not that that the proof doesn't uh, point in that direction anyhow. These objects are solid objects. I, you know, I've seen one of these objects. They're solid. And when I was a kid, one of these beings was in my room, right? It cast a shadow. It was there. There was something there, right? And then you have all these abductions, all these people that uh, have been abducted throughout the years. Uh, they, they were on physical craft, right? I mean, uh, I just don't, I, I, I mean, it's not, this isn't rocket science, Right, it's extra. It's extraterrestrial, as far as I'm concerned. I, I know there's a lot of people out there that uh, you know that probably watch my uh, podcast and 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 think otherwise. Think it could be other things. I mean, I could be proven wrong. I'm not saying I'm 100% correct on this. I just think that the evidence points to extraterrestrials. I think that these things are coming from other planets. And just because our science says that's impossible, it's impossible to 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 travel those distances through space to get here right that doesn't mean it's not possible it's not it's not impossible it, it, it it's probably it's most likely possible uh if, if you're an advanced race right and actually the proof shows that it's possible because they're here they're here but uh yeah i, I just think uh you know and actually there's a lot of people you know even uh, in you know mainstream mainstream uh ufo researchers and people that talk about this all the time uh throw this out there that these things could be interdimensional i've heard Lou Elizondo throw that out before. I've heard, uh, you know, uh, Christopher Mellon, you know, there's a lot of people out there that say this because they just don't know. But it's actually, I, I think the bottom line is, I think that's, I think, you know, we're thinking too much when we start talking about interdimensional, extra dimensional, you know, ultra terrestrial, you know. I, I think it's just a matter of thinking too much. And, and, and the idea that these, and another theory you hear sometimes is that these things were always here and uh, they were living under the ocean and they're, you know, or in the Antarctic the whole time and they're just making their presence known. Now, I think that's absolutely absurd. I mean, that's absurd. Uh, it, it seems like something cracked. Something happened beginning in 1947, which has brought us to this moment in time where these things are still showing up on a regular basis, and uh, they leave physical marks on the ground when they let, when they land. Uh, people get injured when they get too close to them. Uh, people get abducted, uh, and uh, there's a hybridization program uh, that they're forced to be part of uh, by these beings. Um, we don't know how many different species are here. That's another question. I mean, there's a lot of other questions that we need to be concerned about rather than wondering, of, oh, are these interdimensional or ultra-terrestrial or extra-dimensional or, you know, I, 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 no, I don't think that's the case. 
Again, again, it doesn't make me right. I, I'm sure the, you know the, the people will argue with the, with me on this one, but uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, these beings are from other planets, and uh, they possess technology that is so beyond our even our imagination to understand. Uh, sometimes that that's why we, be, we we get upset. We're upset. We and 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 so we just kick the can down the road and say, well, you know what? Uh, they're probably from another dimension or a parallel universe, another another universe that's re- that 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 exists within our universe, and you know somehow they figured out how to how to, how to you know squeeze in there sometimes. No, no, I I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Doesn't make me right, but I just don't see it. That's my opinion. Anyway, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, we are back. Okay, I want to give my own personal hypothesis about what's happening here. And again, I just want to uh, uh, say that this doesn't make me right. It's just that it's just my personal hypothesis at this moment in time. I mean, it could change at some other point. But for right now, this is what I believe. I believe that yes, our planet has been uh, visited by over thousands of years. You know, perhaps over a million years. Who knows? Millions of years by uh, extraterrestrial visitors. Uh, I believe that uh, it's been going on a long time. However, uh, I think since 1947, it's evident that beings had, had showed up in force, in, 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 in larger numbers suddenly. Uh, and why? Uh, when we look at all the evidence that's been collected, uh, you know, if you look at the alien abductions, uh, cattle mutilations, um, all of it. I, it just, to me, it points that to this uh, notion that they're here to colonize. Uh, I actually agree, uh, for the most part, with uh, this former NASA engineer who I've been in contact with and who has provided uh, uh, different theories uh, on condition of anonymity. Um, but uh, I, I agree. Like this person actually says that uh, that th- this is they're here to feed. They're here, you know. They're they're living off. The reason for the cattle mutilations uh, is for uh, for food. Um, they're feeding on on the blood, and uh, and also possibly humans. There's humans who disappear too. I'm not sure about that that part of it. But I'm pretty pretty sure that that's what's going on with the cattle. I would imagine that maybe some of that cattle blood, some of the cow blood. It's not just cattle either. It's all sorts of animals. There's horse, horses. There's there's deer. There's all kinds of animals that have been found uh, 
you know, to be mutilated in this strange way by apparent, you know, precision lasers, you know, and and blood, no sign of blood whatsoever. And, you know, the, the, it's, it's happened all over the world. It's been happening all over the world. But let's let's look at it. Okay, 1947, all of a sudden everyone starts noticing these UFOs flying around. Uh, and during the 50s, uh, there were a lot of uh, reports of, of seeing humanoids. You know, these craft landed and humanoids. I think, the, I think they were figuring things out over this period of time, right? It wasn't until the late 50s that you heard of the first... Well, actually, it wasn't made public until later on, until the 60s. But the first abduction, right, alien abduction... Uh, it, it seemed very. It seems actually, looking back at it, it seems very plausible. That was Antonio Villas Boas, and then of course in 1961 there was the famous Betty and Barney Hill case, and, th- and that abduction seemed to be, uh, you know, it, it, you know, one of the things that uh, wasn't talked about originally when the the, the, the a book written on that account uh, came out in 1966 called the uh, Inter- an Interrupted Journey. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, in that book that but but the aliens actually did remove sperm from barney hill so i think that that was those early days was the beginning of this uh hybridized they they were figuring these beings whoever they are wherever they're from they were they're trying to you know figure out what they're going to do because you didn't really there was no case i've never read anything from before this time period uh of people getting abducted by aliens you know, there's just, you know, there's nothing. Now, some people say, well, yeah, well, back in the old days, they, they, they called them, you know, elves or, you know, other sorts of demons, you know, that people were taken in the middle of the night by demons. Well, I, I think those are just stories. Uh, I mean, very fanciful stories. Uh, I, I, I don't think that, you know, it may have happened sometimes, but not to the extent that it seemed to start happening, you know, in the 60s, 70s, 80s and beyond. Right then, a lot of people start were start, were showing up at psychiatrist offices uh, to try to get to the bottom of missing time, and then they would find out that they're they're getting abducted on a regular basis. In the eighties, there was uh, Whitley uh, Strieber had that uh, famous book uh, Communion, you know, uh, which detailed his experiences. So I think you know in in forty seven when these things seem around that time period, apparently these things showed up in force. Uh, with a plan, with a plan, and uh, that plan involves, uh, you know, surveying the planet, figuring out uh, what they're going to do, and over time they figured it out. Like the, the, they be then at some point, you know, during the fifth, uh, late fifties, early sixties, they started to move forward with the, with their, with uh, uh, part of this part of their plan, the abduction part of the plan. And meanwhile, you know, people weren't really talking about a lot of cattle mutilations back then, but apparently they did happen in the 50s and in the 60s uh, with the first really uh, the widely known one was a, a horse named uh, Snippy that was uh, uh, mutilated in 1967. But I believe that this stuff was going on before that. Uh, there's evidence to, that points to that, and it just wasn't really talked about a lot. We didn't start getting attention until the late '60s, and of course, in 1980, uh, Linda Moulton Howe basically blew the whistle on it. I mean, it's obvious these things that they, the, these cattle were being mutilated uh, after UFOs showed up. I mean, people saw UFOs. There, there were actually uh, images of, of UFOs flying near. Uh, uh, cattle right before mutilation there there, there was there, there's no other explanation 
It's it's the only explanation. So that what they're using that that blood for the or the organs, right? I think it's possibly a combination of food and possibly f- f- for their hybridization program. But again, there's other animals. Uh, you know, I, I just want to point point out that cow's blood is very similar to human blood, so that's why I, I believe that they might be using some of that uh, to, for their uh, hybridization program. And then, um, of course, you have the ab- uh, abduction and, and the hybridization issue. Uh, w- why are they doing that? I think what they're doing is they're trying to uh, I, I, I think right now, and probably for many decades now, there are beings among us there are, that we think are human and are not, but they look like human, and they're among us. And uh, I don't know what they're doing. I'm not sure. I, who knows? But they're here. They're among us, and they're taking notes and, and bringing it back to home base. You know, I you know you can't tell who these people are because after the you know these hybrids that or the early stage hybrids they look too much like the aliens. But as the process goes on, according to the abductees, they you know finally become very human looking. So I believe that they're out and about. What they're up to? Why why are they doing that? I'm not sure, but I think it has something to do with uh, some sort of plan to basically you know take over the planet right i mean i think that's what's happening i don't think there's anything you know if that's what is happening i don't think there's nothing we can really do about it uh i think that uh there's no question that in in my mind that the the military the reason that they're uh, not talking about this and 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 you know (laughs) they're being very secret about it secretive about it over all these years is most certainly because they don't know exactly what's going on and the panic that would would ensue, that's what they're concerned about most, I believe now. I used to believe that it was for the military implications about trying to reverse engineer recovered uh, extraterrestrial spacecraft in an effort to, uh, you know, become the master of the planet. I, I used to think that was the number one reason, but I've, I've most recently changed my mind on that. I don't think that's the case at all. I think what's going on is that um, they... The, the biggest reason for this continued cover-up and and the you know and even though this seems like we are I, I believe they are coming out with information and i believe there's a really good chance now that the congress is is you know passing a bill right now it's in the process of passing a bill right now actually the house has passed it uh the defense authorization act for 2023 uh for 2023 and uh, that that bill includes language that uh uh, uh you know, gives immunity to anybody within the government or aerospace uh, companies uh, to to reveal what they know. Um, so you know, it's possible that we'll finally get to know the truth. I think we should all know the truth. You know, it doesn't matter about the panic. There's nothing you could do. It's we got to deal with. You know, as the human race, we need to deal with reality. Okay. So, I, but I believe for all these years, it's because of you know the military doesn't want to tell people that. Hey, we, we don't have control over the skies, and and there's a, a race of beings here from from other planets. We don't know how many species or, or or what, or we don't we can't even give you a number. Probably they probably can't, and not only that, but they probably don't know everything about what their plans are, what these beings' plans are. So, I, but I think we are there's a program unfolding right now behind we, that we're not really aware of. Well, we can only. You have to, you know, use your imagination basically pretty much like I am right now. But when you put it all together, it does make a lot of sense. 
So I think they are colonizing the planet. I think they're hiding out in under the oceans of the world. I think that they're hiding out in uh, possibly in the, the Arctic, uh, maybe in Antarctica, uh, different spots where we just aren't, where humans aren't at. That that's what I think. That that's they're hiding out in places where we just wouldn't be able to find them. And and even if we did find them, what are we going to do? Their technology is, you know. Who knows, 100,000 years more advanced, maybe a million years more advanced than anything we have. But anyway, this program is ongoing, whatever it is, for whatever purpose. But I believe the end game is that uh, they're, they, they're, they're basically colonizing this planet and, and these, this hybridization program is part of that. Uh, to what end, I don't know. Uh, what's the purpose of it, I don't know. But I think it could be, I mean, anybody's guess. I mean, is it to have spies among us? Uh, is it is it to have pe- beings among among us that uh, are like not only us but are like that that are alien too? And this way, this the aliens know what we're doing, try and they and they can understand us better. I I, I think uh, uh, they want to know what we're, what makes us tick. I mean, that could be that. It could be that, or or, or maybe this is, or maybe oh, maybe the whole effort involves uh, a global hybridization program that that will take uh, thousands of years. That eventually, you know, every one of us will be part alien. You know, there there will, there will be no more pure uh, human beings, that, and we will uh, our evolution will be is basically getting changed right in front of our eyes over for the past uh, seventy five years. But that's that's my hypothesis. That's what I, I think. They're colonizing the planet. Um, I don't know what the end game is. Like I don't know what what's in store for the human race uh, it, it, if they decide to basically show their face. Or what do they do? They want the surface. Do they want the places where we're at right now? Are they? I mean, as just as living under the sea, hiding in under the sea, or or maybe in orbit outside the planet or on the dark side of the moon. That's where they probably have some bases. Right? Are those? Uh, is that just temporary in their minds, and 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 they envy where we're living right now? Is what's going on with the climate right now? It seems like they're, you know, are, it's getting hotter because of, of of climate change. The planet's getting warmer. Uh, is is that to their benefit? I mean, if these beings are uh, have evolved, if these beings evolved from insects, then that might, you know that might uh be better for them you know bad for us i just talked about this in a different podcast but i think it all comes together in this theory i think that they're here to colonize the planet that's what's going on i and uh i i think that some people uh realize this as far back as the early 1950s uh, you know i i just talked about that there was uh you know uh, there was uh an air force uh somebody from air force intelligence that had written uh a paper on this it was never uh published but it was talked about in in uh in a book called flying saucers from outer space by a ufo investigator and a former uh, marine corps major donald kehoe we just talked about that not long ago so all of it ties together uh i think that that's what ha- that's what ha- that's that's what is happening um I don't think that there's these things are interdimensional or extra dimensional or uh, ultra terrestrial or, you know, I, I don't think they lived. I don't think they've, you know, been living under the sea the whole time and, and just decided to, you know, check it, come out, uh, you know, since 47. I don't think that's what's going on. No, I think that what's going on is they they're here. And uh, and I think sometimes in, in some case, when, when every now and then we're, we're giant craft is seen 
right? I think that that, the, that giant craft could be arriving, uh, uh, new arrivals, you know, like in Phoenix, uh, in Arizona, hovering over Arizona in 97. Um, that could have been a, a, a whole ship filled, filled with uh, new arriving extraterrestrials and they were just like new, like tenants checking out their new new abode, right? Before they head to their hiding place under the sea or on the other side of the moon. Um, it happened again in the early 2000s in Stephenville, Texas, where uh, a large, incredibly gigantic spaceship was seen. Every now and then we, we, we hear about these giant ones, you know, not just not these little scout ships and you know saucers and triangles. No, there's other big, big ones. You know, sometimes there's these big cylinder style craft that are seen. I think that these things are containing arriving, incoming. You know, I think it's getting. I think the population of these beings is getting bigger and bigger. And at some point, I think they're going to make a move. And uh, I think it's. I think that you know. The, human race should know about this we there's it'd, it'd be a sad it's going to be a sad day if, if if the truth isn't doesn't come out and there's going to be a lot of people just caught completely off guard you know i mean it's going to be bad enough i mean even someone that like me who knows that there's an extraterrestrial presence here it's gonna it, it's terrifying enough but uh, i think everybody should be aware that something's going on and and it seems like they're here to basically colonize the planet and who knows what their plans are for us uh, according to uh, David Jacobs in his book, The Threat, which is now it's over a 20 year old book now. But, uh, you know, the extraterrestrials had, uh, had told, uh, you know, the, the abductees that basically, you know, uh, at some point something big is going to happen, uh, you know, and it's and it involved the uh, the abductees, you know, but it didn't say anything about non abductees. You know, there was no room in the new order right once these beings take over these insect like beings take over there's no room apparently there's no mention of what happens to the non abductees so uh yes that's that's what i think i i don't think all i don't think well, i hear a lot of people out there they they talk about all oh, these things are here they're friendly and all that kind of stuff you hear people like uh Stephen Greer thinks it's all they're they're here on on a great mission and i don't know how he knows that i don't know how how you come to those conclusions I mean, I, he doesn't have any. I, nobody, none of us. I don't have a pipeline to the to the to uh, what the what these aliens are doing. I'm just uh, basing my theory on what's been happening, and and to me, that's what makes sense. It's it's terrifying. It's terrifying, but at the same in the same way, you got to face reality. That's what it looks like. It doesn't look like they're they're here. Uh, they're, it doesn't look like these are a bunch of space hippies going to come down and smoke a bunch of grass with everyone, you know, and 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 sing "Nearer My God to Thee." Okay, that that doesn't look like what's going to happen here. You know, it seems like they're here and they're doing what they want, and there's nothing we can do to stop them. They abduct people, basically kidnapping them, uh, uh, putting them, uh, doing experiments on them, removing, uh, doing sexual things to them. You know, uh, erasing their memories somehow, p- uh, t- taking their short-term memory, shoving it back into their into their long-term memory bank, and then putting a, a blockade in, in front of it so you can't remember. The only way people remember a lot of these things is through hypnosis. That's not nice. Uh, stealing cattle on a regular basis, you know, that's not nice. That's theft, and 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 then just leaving the carcass laying there, right? So these things are doing whatever they want right now. I mean, they've been for decades now, and 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 the things they've been doing aren't nice. I don't see how people think these things are nice. 
And I don't know how anybody out there knows how, you know, like you hear a lot of people saying, oh, there's there's a bunch of other good races, there's bad races. I don't know how anybody knows this, right? I just don't know it. I don't see it. You know, from all the all the evidence that's been gathered throughout the decades, right? The only people that were talking about good aliens were crackpots. You know, like in the fifties, like the the Adamskis. You know, with the UFO contactee, which was a bunch of crap. It was a bunch of nonsense. That they were a bunch of crackpots. And there's and there's versions of that today running around. I don't believe any of that. I, I'm looking at. You have to look at this. You look at the human race. Look at how we are. Right? How do you think something else is going to be? It's probably going to be similar. You know, they're not going to really care about our welfare in, in the long run. You know, they, it seems like they do have a. They, it seems like they are worried about the the planet, though, right? Why? That's why they show up sometimes at the military uh, 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 bases where there's nuclear weapons, right? They're worried about that. Right, of course they're worried about that because you know it, the more nuclear if we if we have a nuclear war we're going to destroy the planet. I don't think they want that. I think they want I want they want that this planet to you know perfect for them later on, and and they don't want us to to ruin it any worse than we've all, we're already ruining it right now. But maybe we're not ruining it in the way you know. Maybe they want it a little bit hotter. That you know if they are insects or reptiles. We've talked about that recently. Then maybe they want a little warmer. But again, um, yeah, that's my theory. Uh, it doesn't make me right. Um, you know, if you, if, if I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who think these things are friendly. Uh, I, I think they're indifferent. I don't think they're, I don't think they're bad or good. I just think they're indifferent and they're just doing what they think is right. And uh, they don't. It doesn't matter what happens to us. We're just whatever happens to us. We just who cares as far as they're concerned. That's where I'm at.